when the ninth month of the year draws to a close, an eerie presence starts to crawl from its uneasy grave. The beasts and ghouls of the Halloween season arise to torture the souls of mortal men, women and children. Beware, dear listener, you have been warned. The chatting flicks, thirty days of horror, are upon us. Welcome to the next episode in the Chat and Flicks, 30 Days of Horror. I'm Carl Pearce and today we are talking about the 2000 film Final Destination. So, starring uh, Devon Sora, Ali Lata, Keir Smith, Kristen Kloch, Daniel Roebuck, uh, Chad Donnelly, Sean William Scott, Tony Todd, Amanda, Amanda Dirtmore, amongst others. It tells a story of a group of high school students who are going on a trip, a school trip, to France, Paris, I believe, uh, on a plane, as you would, from America. And one of the students predicts what's going to happen. So the hustle and bustle of the airport, there's lots of things going on. The kids are, you know, pushing and shoving amongst themselves, having a good time, what have you, uh, getting ready to board the plane. They board the plane, and our main character, Alex, starts to notice things and feels a bit uneasy. So he notices in the sky that uh, there's lightning. You know, it's it's quite noticeable lightning, you know, big storm. He notices that uh, a part of the wing, there's something wrong with the wing on the, the airplane. Um, he notices that the drop-down tray on, on the chair in front of him on, on the plane is broken, like the latch is broken, won't stay up. Um, and he's getting these sort of weird feelings. So, the kids are milling about, having a laugh, people wanting to swap seats, the lads are trying to get on with the girls and things like that. And the plane takes off, and then all of a sudden, things start to go wrong, and the the air supply drops down, and the side of the plane just disappears. People start falling out the side of the plane, getting sucked out. Um, there's explosions, there's people on fire, and then Alex sees himself burning to death on this plane. Um, and then as he's dying, he wakes up, and he's back on the plane, and it's before they've taken off. And he freaks out, and he jumps up, and he pushes past a few people, and checks the thing, like the, the tray on the seat, and the tray does actually break. And he thinks, this plane's going to explode. He's going to keep saying that. So eventually, him and a few other people get thrown off. So I think about seven people get thrown off the plane um, for making a commotion and are not allowed back on. So the plane takes off and the students are fighting amongst themselves and Alex is getting, you know, um, not picked on, but like sort of told off for making a show of everyone. But they're going to have to get the next flight and they're going to have to pay for the next, these new flights and what have you and so on. And all of a sudden, in the background, the plane explodes. So he was right. He, he predicted the plane was going to explode. And exactly how it happened. Um, so what happens with the rest of the film is that the, the kids and the people who survived are trying to come to terms with being um, survivors of this awful disaster. But also, they've got to contend with that death 
has not forgotten them. So they were meant to die on that plane. And that death is now stalking them. And that is now going to try and kill them in some elaborate sort of accidents. Um, and that's what this film <clears throat> and that these films in this series is about. It's about seeing these people and these teenagers die in some gruesome, gruesome ways. The most elaborate ways that you can see. So... I'll give I'll give you a rundown of some of the some of the deaths in this film. I might mention some of them in the future films as well, but I'll try and stick to this film for now. So, for example, there's one. <clears throat> I think the first death is uh, Alex's mate, and he's in the bath, or he's going to have a have a, have a, sh- uh, a shave, I think it is, and he bends over into the bath, and a cord which they've been hanging clothes on snaps and wraps itself around his neck. In the meantime, some water's been dripping out of the toilet. And it's gone to all over the floor, so his feet are wet. So he falls into the bath, and he can't get up because there's soap or water or whatever in the bath, and he can't get up, and he's basically choking himself to death on this wire. Um, but obviously, it looks like it, he's done it himself. It looks like he's committed suicide. Um, one <clears throat> death, one of the teachers. Um, so she's in her apartment, in her house, and she's having a cup of coffee, and she spills a bit of the cup of coffee on the top of her computer screen, so it goes down the back, it makes a little spark, she sees that it's smoking, she goes over to have a look at the screen, the screen explodes, a piece of glass goes right into the jugular of her neck, so she's bleeding everywhere, blood all over the floor, she's stumbling around, trying to get sort herself out, she slips on the blood, she then tries to pull a towel off the counter, which unfortunately is attached to some knives, and the knives fall on it and stab her right to the chest. So it's a, it's a freak accident, but it's sort of it's it's so elaborate and it's like that sort of domino effect. This happens, which makes this happen, which makes this happen, which makes this happen. Um, the icing on the cake of that death, by the way, is that when she's lying on the floor with this knife through her chest, a chair then falls directly onto the knife and stabs it more inside, inside of her. Um, so, yeah, really elaborate deaths. Um, quite comical at some times. These, these are a bit more serious deaths than the first one. I mean, certainly when this, as the series goes on, they try and make them more comical, more, you know, shocking to the audience, make them a bit more surprising, more gruesome. Um, but this one, the, the, the deaths are quite tame in comparison to later films. I think my favourite death, and apologies if you haven't seen the film, go and watch the film, um, is Sean William Scott's character, Billy. And he's a bit of a... He's a bit of a loner, and he's a bit of like he's a bit of a tryhard. He wants to please everyone. He wants to be everyone's mate. Certainly, he wants to be Alex's mate. And he's standing at the roadside, um, or sorry, the side of a railway track. <clears throat> and previously, a car has just been on the railway track, and a couple of people are trapped in, uh, trapped in it. So they have to drag them out, and the uh, the car gets smashed to bits. So there's debris everywhere. And as the train's going past this debris, you see this little piece of metal just like sort of wiggling on the floor, and all of a sudden it just flips up. And as he's, as he's shouting, he doesn't want to die, he doesn't want to die, this piece of metal just goes right through his face, cuts the top of his head off, and his body just stumbles around a little bit, and then he just falls over. And it's it's one of them, like, it wasn't expected. Um, and that's what's great about this film, and, and the films in general, is that you, you're trying to guess what's going to happen. How are these people going to gonna meet their end? And you can see all the little dominoes getting put in place. Like, this happens, so this happens, so this happens, so this happens, and then they're dead. So it's <clears throat> it's a really enjoyable film if you like 
seeing these things. And I mean, to be fair, I enjoy these films. I remember going to Purchase to see Final Destination 3. And me and Lorna, we came out the film and we were feeling sick. This one with the roller coaster, so roller coaster crashes. Um, and then the, the deaths ensue during the film. But yeah, I remember just coming out feeling sick and thinking, no, it was a bit too much that, uh, even you know, even for my tastes. Um, but yeah, really enjoyable films. Uh, especially this one. This first one is, 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 is good. It was very original at the time. And it sort of brought in that um, trend of, you know, things like Saw and things like Hostel, um, where you're getting these gruesome deaths, you know, in, in elaborate situations. And that's what this is, basically. This, these are all supernatural sort of accidents, um, all elaborate deaths. So the story, in terms of the story, that's it, basically. They, they survived the plane crash, and it's about them trying to survive these awful situations then, um, and getting picked off one by one. Um, that, that that's the that's the heads and tails of the story. There's nothing else to it really, apart from that they're trying to they've got a bit of survivor's guilt, so there's a bit of that in there as well, which is quite interesting. Um, but yeah, the, the, you're not you're not watching this for the story. You're watching this for the set piece deaths and the build up to them deaths. Um, and you know you know the, the tension that you're getting in the build up to them deaths, as you know there's a fan blows something across the, the the screen and then it knocks something else off and it's you know it is as i say it's like that them domino effects it's sort of this leads to this leads to this so that's what you're watching these films for but you know what it's a, it's a really good fil- good film to watch it's a great sort of film it's great for halloween um i was in sixth form when this came out i think it was well it was the year 2000 and i remember everybody talking about it and it was just a big thing. And I remember when it came out on DVD, everyone was saying, oh yeah, did you, did you see that death? Yeah, you pause it when, it, when his head come off and things like that. And it's it just always, these things stuck in your mind. I mean, that's what teenagers do. They talk about these things. Morbid curiosity. Um, but yeah, it was a really big thing at the time. I think as the series has gone on, it's it's lost its impact. It's, they're, they're still enjoyable. They're still enjoyable films. There's, there's a formula to them and you know what you're getting from these films but this first one was quite original it was quite a shock to people when it first came out um so yeah in terms of imdb imdb get the first film so final destination 6.7 and i think that's about right it's you know it's up there with you know it's around about a seven it's a good film it's well made it's reasonably acted there's no one that you think oh they're terrible they're all like good actors you know it's I must say the effects are brilliant. There wasn't one part in it at all where I thought, "Ooh, that looks a bit dodgy," or "That's a bit of dodgy CGI." It was all really good. A lot of practical effects, obviously, um, but you know things like I think it's the, it's it's the most realistic plane crash I've ever seen on film. You know, I I'd imagine it. Um, you know, the, the people that the side of the plane comes off, and then the people are sort of so some people are getting sort of sucked out because you know the, the planes got a big gaping hole in it you know things on fire the fireball just rips through the whole um plane things like that you know the turbulence it, it just seems very authentic um and as i said i've said before that if if you're scared of flying scared of going on a plane do not watch this film it is you know it can give you anxiety just getting on a plane every time i get on a plane i always think final destination but i can imagine if you're scared of flying it can, it could be, you know, give you a, a, an anxiety attack easily thinking about this film. Um, so yeah, really enjoyed it, and it's, it's nice to see as well a bit of a cameo from um, Tony Todd. Tony Todd obviously is connected to the 
Uh, Candyman franchise, so he's been in the, the Candyman films. Again, films I haven't seen, I need to see them. Uh, he's also in the remake of Night of the Living Dead in around what, 1990, I think it was. Um, so he, you know, he's been in quite a few different horror films. So it's, it's good to have him here. It's like sort of, you know, passing the torch on to the younger younger generation or the next franchise, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, Tony Todd, he makes a little bit of a cameo. Um, Sean William Scott's probably the most famous person in it now as being known as Stifler from the American Pie series. Um, the rest are sort of, you'd know the faces, but you you, you know you might not know the name. Ali Lata, I remember uh, she was in uh, Heroes, the TV series, um, as, as amongst other things, but that's the last thing I remember be, uh, being in. Was she in it though? I'm just checking the IMDb. Can't see it. Can't see. Not sure. I, I'm 90% sure she was in Heroes anyway. Um, yeah, and she she's good. She plays a bit of a a bit of a loner in in the in the group. Um, but yeah, really good film, fun film, highly recommended. Um, in terms of IMDb, as I say, six point seven for this one. The the sequels get progressively lower. So you've got six point two for Fantastic Two. Um, Fantastic Three gets five point eight, five point one for the Final Destination. It wasn't the Final Destination, but it was called that. If you've seen the film, you'll know why it's called the Final Destination. And then 5.9 for Final Destination 5. Um, so, yeah, it's about right. You know what I mean? You talk about 6, 6 out of 10 for these films. But the first one probably gets a bit higher because it was so original at the time and it was it was done well. I think in the, some of the later films, some of the CGI doesn't hold up. Uh, but, yeah, enjoyable, enjoyable films. Definitely need to watch them. Um, and also, I will give a shout-out to Final Destination 5 because... I wasn't expecting much from that, but when I watched it, I was highly surprised. I wonder how good it was in terms of a Final Destination film. There's some good, you know, death scenes in there. But also, and I won't spoil it, there is a massive plot twist in this film. And it made the film for me. I was like, that's brilliant. That's a brilliant plot twist. I did not see that coming. Other people probably did, I don't know. But I did not see that coming, that, that plot twist at the end. Um, and apologies if it spoils it, because you know it's a plot, in and out, plot twist in it. Uh, yeah, so would recommend Final Destination. Absolutely, give it a watch. Um, if you like your gory deaths and your, you know your your Halloween films, this is perfect for it. And if you know if you like the first one, give the sequels a go. They are much the same. You, they're not. They don't reinvent the wheel. They have a little bit of a twist to the plots now and again, as I say, but they're not reinventing the wheel. They, they are just good, solid films. All right. So what do you think? Do you agree with me? Am I, you know? My talk on my backside. Am I, you know, are these films trash? Are, are they awful? Is it just a bit of nostalgia on my part? I don't know. You let me know what you think. Do you like these films? So you can get in contact on all the socials Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can email us chatandflixhotmail.com. And we'll see you next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. Weird feeling. The cabin starts to shake, right? And, and the, the left side blows up, and then the whole plane just explodes. The plane's gonna explode! It's not a joke! It's not a joke! We get thrown off the plane all because Browning has a bad dream? Sides. The plane! It's gonna blow up! It's gonna blow up! All 287 passengers are feared dead. 
Because of you, I'm still alive. In death, there are no accidents. No coincidences. And no escapes. Did it happen again? Did you see Todd die? What if it was our time? What if we were not meant to get off that plane? What if there is a design that it's not finished? By walking off the plane, you're cheating death. You have to figure out when it's coming back at you. What do you got now? He knows which one of us is next. You have a responsibility to tell me. I knew I should have hit on Tammy in the pool that time. Don't let it happen, okay? Nobody has control over life and death. Unless they are taking lives. And causing death. Now, can you promise me that no one else is going to die? Get out! I'll see you soon.